It's Albert Swart's turn in the studio for this week's edition of Legal Ease. Albert is a director at Strauss Daily Attorneys and he'll be discussing a recent Supreme Court of Appeal case about the legal duty of support by a grandparent's deceased estate to his or her grandchild. Good to have you back, Albert. Good morning, T and listeners. I will be discussing the case of Philippa von Sale N.O. versus Keith Getz N.O., wherein the court was requested to develop the common law rules that govern the legal duty of support of grandchildren by grandparents. On the 6th of July this year, the Supreme Court of Appeal dismissed an appeal against a judgment of the Western Cape High Court. Which are the two common law rules referred to in this matter? Central to this appeal was whether it was appropriate to develop two rules of the common law that govern the legal duty of support of grandchildren by grandparents. The first basic rule provides that where a grandchild is in need of support, his or her grandparent will have a legal duty to maintain him or her only if both parents are unable to support the child and the grandparent is able to provide support. The second rule, as set out in Barnard, N.O. versus Miller, is that a legal duty to support a grandchild is not enforceable against a grandparent's deceased estate. It is this rule that the court was asked to develop so that the common law would recognize a duty of support on the part of grandparent's deceased estate. Albert, could you give us the background to this case, please? The appellant, Philippa Susan van Sale, in her capacity as the curatrix at Litem to Bianca Turok, instituted action for damages on behalf of Bianca against the respondent, Keith Getz, in his capacity as an executor in the estate of the late Solomon Turok as a result of the respondent's failure to recognize Bianca's claim for maintenance in the estate of her deceased grandparent. Bianca was born of the marriage between Tessa and Lawrence, the son of the late Solomon and his wife. When the marriage between Lawrence and Tessa was dissolved, sole custody and sole guardianship of Bianca was awarded to Tessa and Lawrence was obliged to maintain Bianca until she became self-supporting. However, prior to the grant of the divorce order, Lawrence left South Africa to reside in the United States of America. He has failed to keep in contact with Tessa and Bianca. The appellant alleged that despite sustained attempts by Tessa, she has been unable to trace him. Lawrence has failed to maintain Bianca in terms of the divorce order. Bianca is a psychiatric patient with bipolar affected disorder, mild intellectual disability and an autism spectrum disorder. Consequently, at all relevant times during Solomon's lifetime and after his death, she was not self-supporting and required maintenance. 
The appellant alleged that at all times during Solomon's lifetime, he was able to maintain Bianca to the extent that Lawrence did not do so and Tessa could not do so. Following Solomon's death, a maintenance claim was lodged on behalf of Bianca against Solomon's estate. The executor rejected Bianca's claim for maintenance on the basis that there was no obligation in law on a grandparent's estate to maintain a grandchild. This rejection was in accordance with the common law rule as set out in Barnard. As a result, the applicant sought an order in terms of section 172 of the Constitution, declaring that the common law rule in Barnard is inconsistent with the Constitution and invalid. The applicant further sought an order to develop the common law rule that when parents or their deceased estates are unable to support their children who are in need of support and the grandparents are deceased, there is a duty on the grandparents' deceased estates if they are able to do so to support the grandchildren. What is the current legal position in regard to the duty of support? Liability to maintain is based on three factors. Firstly, the claimant's inability to support himself or herself. Secondly, his or her relationship to the person from whom he or she claims support. And thirdly, the latter's ability to provide support. The common law recognises that parents are the primary caregivers of their children by imposing on them a duty of support insofar as they are able to do so. The Children's Act maintains this position. There is a reciprocal duty of support between parents and children. If parents are unable to support their children who are in need of support, other relatives, including grandparents, may be obliged to support them. But that duty is imposed first upon a nearer relative before it moves to the remoter ones. While the liability of parents' estate for the children's maintenance is now well established, liability of the grandparents' deceased estate for the support of the grandchildren still remains open. In Barnard, the court was concerned with a claim by the father of three minor children against the heir of the children's maternal grandfather. The father's case was that the deceased estate of the maternal grandfather was under a duty to maintain the three children. No such claim for maintenance had been made during the grandfather's lifetime or before his deceased estate had been fully administered upon the payment of the amount due to his heirs. The court in Barnard rejected the claim. Because it was not warranted by the law, the court stated that the door would be opened wide to complete uncertainty as to the devolution of the estate of a grandparent. The uncertainty would necessarily have to prevail for a considerable period of time until it could be established finally and completely that there would be no claim made upon a grandparent's estate or upon his heirs by grandchildren. Such uncertainty 
was extremely undesirable, the judgment read further. How must a court approach the development of the common law? The Constitutional Court in MEC for Health and Social Development, Gauteng versus DZ on behalf of WZ, provided guidance as to how development of the common law should be approached. A court must determine what the existing common law position is, consider its underlying rationale, inquire whether the rule offends the Constitution, if it does so offend, consider how development ought to take place and consider the wider consequences of the proposed change on the relevant area of the law. What was the court's findings in this case? The court found on a factual level the appellant's case was deficient. The appellant sought this court to change the common law rule altogether on the basis of the facts and assumptions contained in the stated case. But the evidence regarding the sufficiency of steps taken by Tessa to trace the whereabouts of Lawrence and to establish his financial situation was disputed by the respondent. Financial inability by a person from whom maintenance is sought must be established before that obligation is assumed by or transfer to another person. In this case, the child's father, who is primarily responsible for the child's maintenance, may be able to financially support the child, and this, according to the court, would then render it unnecessary to develop the common law rule. Thus, there was no sufficient basis to do so. The court held accordingly that due to the insufficiency of the evidence upon which to develop the common law rule in Barnard and the wider consequences the proposed change will have on the rules of the law of succession, it would be inappropriate for the court to develop the common law. Further, the concerns relating to the foundational values of human dignity equality and freedom of the testator to decide how he or she wishes to have his or her property distributed upon his or her demise, which are all implicated in development of the common law rule, were, in the court's view, legitimate and were not adequately addressed by the appellant. As a result, the appeal was dismissed with no order as to cost. Thank you, Albert. Definitely something for grandparents to be aware of. As always, our legal experts helping us to understand the law and know our rights. Thanks again. Take care. Thank you, listeners. Stay safe and goodbye.